Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. I don't get. Mackey and Judd. It's very, it's odd at times. On 1500 ESPN. Well, you hear that? Sounds like we're ready to unlock a vault of knowledge bombs. Here comes Judd Zolgad's keys. And ordinarily it's Judd's five keys to a Vikings win over blank opponent, in which case it would be the Lions this week. But because this is the Mackey and Judd... Turkey of the Year preview show. Mm-hmm. Patrick Royce grinding away down in Fort Myers this week. The column has been filed according to your sources. Yes, it's in. But that doesn't mean he can't make tweaks based on the early morning news that P.J. Fleck received a one-year contract extension after getting smoked by Northwestern on the road this weekend. Absolutely. So a lot of things up in the air. We're keeping your tallies, you listeners and social media followers out there. Uh, right now, based on my tally, people who have communicated with us on the phone, social media. The leaders in the clubhouse are separating from the pack here. There's three of them tied. P.J. Fleck, Mark Hoyle, and Roycey himself. Hmm. Naming himself Turkey of the Year. <sighs> yeah. There's so many more stones to uncover. Yeah. And we will do that. Yep, so much more to dig on. But let's get to Judd's five keys to the Turkey of the Year process. And as always now, they are... Produced by Dave. So, Dave, begin to take us down the path, and then I will add the seasoning to the meal that we're about to enjoy. Absolutely. You provide the keys. You provide the the meat of the conversation. I just sprinkle on a little headline. You know, it's a little, little dust here to give it a little pizzazz. Oh, and you're since the key to this. It is the spirit of this season, Thanksgiving, and we're talking about Patrick Royce's Turkey of the Year column. I thought, man, who could I have to to bring us headlines this week? And, well, since we're all about family and those we love, and whether it be, you know, actual family or family that we choose, you know, the friends friends that are closest to us, uh, the brothers from another mother, as one might say, I thought, who would Patrick like to give headlines to the keys to his most heralded column of the year? Mm Mm-hmm. One of Pat's greatest friends, Dark Star, the dearly departed Dark Star, very close to Patrick for many, many years. So I thought, why not bring Dark back? Love it. The 2015 turkey couldn't take him away from Keys. Take it away. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear little lady. That's enough. Duh. Unbelievable. <laughs> George Chapel, that's fantastic. And you know what? Patrick Groisey, 72 years old now. 
And like it or not, that's made him key number five, the old softy. This reared its head two years ago. In the process of this column, in the process of figuring this out, I am going to provide you with a high-level, senior-class, collegiate-type of keys to the Roycey Turkey column, the old softy, two years ago. The Grim Reaper won this award after Flip had passed away. Now, this was a curveball. None of us saw it coming. But it's absolutely adamant that we also don't underestimate now the fact that the old softy is among us. I'm not even sure I like this guy. But when considering keys and the shift through the years in how Patrick approaches this, one of the things we have to keep in mind is age has made him different. Age has softened him. Those birthdays have made him a guy who two years ago picked the Grim Reaper and took this award from being hard to guess to damn near impossible. Key number five. Looking for a nice, big, juicy rack of ribs? One, two, three, four, five, 98, 99. Do you gentlemen remember <laughs> where where the dark man was going when he filmed that commercial? You better believe I do. Where was he going? J.D. Target Field. Oh, he was going from, from J.D. Hoyt's oh, to, to Target, Target Field. Okay, sorry. Key number four, no exemptions when it comes to this column. And... In that case, Dark was going to the home of the Minnesota Twins. I would tell you that no exemptions rule should lead you to believe that sitting at this table tomorrow morning when you pick up your Star Tribune, without a doubt, are going to be Falvey and Thad. Derek Falvey and Thad Levine are both going to be at that table, not because they didn't not because they did a bad job, but because the Brandon Kinsler trade will get you a seat at that table. And maybe the handling of Doug Mankiewicz, who Patrick Ricey has been close with for 20 years. Yeah, that might be. That might be. But there is but there is no doubt in my mind that some of the moves made that were that looked like a bailout in late July certainly will get them a seat at that table. Success does not get you a reprieve from at least getting a seat. There are no exemptions when it comes to Turkey of the Year. Key number three. Hey, everybody, down my favorite place in the whole wide world, Ticket King, with my main man, Mike Nowakowski. Hey, look, circus midgets. Dart, these are my daughters, you knothead. <laughs> You're not a circus midget? Just sell tickets, dummy. <laughs> oh! oh, I missed those spots. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, I missed those spots so much. Oh, well, our... Our friends at Ticket King are having no problem, as my guess, peddling go for football tickets, and that leads us to key number three. And I'm going to I'm going to give you one name here, but it could uh, it could be for a lot of people. The heck with Fleck. I keep getting notes. It's going to be PJ Fleck, you moron. All right, there's there's a few things in life that we're certain about. Among them are the fact that the St. Louis Blues are often going to go into the National Hockey League season and have a great season. And everyone's going to go, this is finally the year for the Blues. Guess what? They're never going to win the Stanley Cup. If you've been around for a long time, you know that. P.J. Fleck and guys like that are the St. Louis Blues of Turkey of the Year. Any assumption you make that they're going to win, Chris and the rest of you, is absolutely incorrect. Even with what happened this morning with P.J. Fleck garnering a one-year contract extension now through 2022, Mark Coyle has a much better chance to win the award than P.J. Fleck. Anybody that stands out as the favorite has 
Zero chance. I also think he doesn't want... He, he In the end, he's not going to want to give P.J. Fleck even more publicity than P.J. already brings on to himself. So I'm with you on this one. Key number two, Judd's keys to the Patrick Ricey Turkey of the Year column. Here on my favorite place in the whole wide world, the, the bargain lot up here with Bente, how to get there and all that. But uh, Uncle Bill Dunn alongside, and uh, I guess that's it. The um, uh, I want to go look at Vans. No, let's look at sedans. Vans. Sedans. You idiots, chill out. Go! Those of us who love the sports show saw these ads time and time and time again. They never got old, but we saw them a thousand times. In the world of Turkey of the Year when it comes to Patrick James Royce, you do not repeat. You do not repeat the same thing. It's happened twice. The Turkey of the Year has repeated twice, but it's been around since 1978. In 85, Holtz won it, and then Ken Keller came back, the president of the school at the time, and won it in 86. Brett Favre, a player for the Vikings in 2010, Ziggy Wilf in 11. But for the most part, Patrick does not want repeats, and Patrick will go out of his way if he does pick someone from the same school or team to pick somebody as opposite as possible the next time. That means, even with what the golfers did early today, it's unlikely, given the history of this award happening only twice in its totality, that he is going to pick the same people from the Gophers. And don't forget, it was a broad brush last year. It was Gopher men's athletics. It was the entire thing. I believe there will not be a repeat, and that is a key to the Royce College. And the number one key, Judd Zolgad's keys to the Patrick Royce Turkey of the Year column. And I know number one is talking about comforting and comforting the afflicted, Judd. Yes. I don't think anyone was more afflicted than both the dark man and Sid. I never got off the bandwagon one time. And you jumped off so fast, your memory, it made your, it made your, your head spin. Your memory you is... You can't even remember where you parked your car. So you don't start with me. You're so full of crap. You remember television, don't you? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't care what television says. You don't know one thing about the Vikings. Of course I do. you're never there. Why do you have never to be there. there to know anything? You have guys on the air who don't even, you have, don't even <clears throat> talk to them personally. Let me tell you something. I quit going to the Vikings when they made us cross the street, and I'm not going back. <laughs> they yeah. treat us anyway. like Oh, Dark and Sid. Once saw them <laughs> nearly come to blows in the locker room at Winter Park. It was a great moment. But you're right, Dave Harrigan. Comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable is a uh, journalism term that's been around forever. And it is a famous phrase which Patrick cited in a column that he wrote in the early 1990s when he apologized for his tiptoed ball-throwing column that offended a lot of people who play basketball. So, what that does, though, is it provides Patrick, that phrase provides Patrick the license to go after the biggest names in this town, the biggest names across the board, period. The names who, let's say, run the Super Bowl? This is an interesting one, because when it comes to the world of advertising newspapers and when it comes to the fact that uh, the Star Tribune might not be a huge fan of this, I do believe that the obvious the obvious direction to go for this year is the Super Bowl people because they are the most comfortable people possible, right? And if you want to truly afflict the comfortable, you might do something that your bo- that might make your bosses cringe a bit, but will make the public say, way to go, Pat, 
afflict the comfortable becomes a key phrase for Patrick Royce's 2017 turkey column. There they are. Judd's keys to the Patrick Royce turkey of the year column. Um, man, the feedback is rolling in here. Rolling in. Wild coming down the backstretch. I like. I think you're on to something with two things you mentioned in keys. Let's ex- let's let's. Let's get to the Keys post-game show in the Turkey of the Year pregame show. When we come back, we can take more of your call. 651-646-8255-877-615-1500. One, two, three, four, five. 98, 99. The Mackie and Judd Show rolls on. That's right, sports fans. This is 1500. ESPN. Welcome back to the 2017 Patrick Royce Turkey of the Year pregame show. Brought to you in part by Sweet Potatoes and Marshmallows. An abomination, but some people still eat it anyway. (laughs) And by Green Bean Casserole. Really? People still eat that crap too? Gobble, gobble, turkey. And by Grandma's House, the smell of all the delicious food still can't cover up the stench of the house. I call that the turkey hole. And now back to your hosts, Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. This is the 2017 Turkey of the Year preview show, Mackey and Judd with Patrick Ricey. According to sources close to the situation, having already filed the column, mm-hmm. which will be released most likely around 12 hours from now on mm-hmm. StarTribune.com. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get to Brian's and phone a first call here too, in a second. A first, the first ever time in broadcast history that a pregame show within the pregame show is about to launch a postgame show. The keys this to is the, the keys po- pre- This yeah, is the keys postgame show very in a pregame show. You just don't. True. You don't see this every no, day. No, don't. this is a this is very intricate stuff. Higher okay. level radio. It is. Uh, this is this is next level stuff here. Okay, people. <laughs> someday they're gonna rave about how awesome our show was, like Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, we'll be long canceled. canceled. Yeah. yeah. Um, some some suggestions coming in on social media at fifteen hundred ESPN on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Someone just sent in a tweet here. The first ever inanimate object as Turkey of the Year. U.S. Bank Stadium. For the Super Bowl stuff, uh, killing birds for the past couple of years. There's other things you could probably point to if you're Patrick Royce and you want to go at the Vikings or the Super Bowl committee. Mm-hmm. So I like that suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al Franken has been suggested by a couple different people. We're getting some Donald Trump votes here. Uh, two of them so far on social media. 651-646-8255. You brought up a tandem that I want to get back to here in a second. But Brian's been on hold Brian, you're on the 2017 Turkey of the Year preview show. Fire away. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the U.S. men's soccer team. Ooh. <laughs> interesting. That's an interesting one. Yeah, because they they not only failed to reach next year's World Cup uh, with an embarrassing loss to Trinidad and Tobago or Tobago, but they have also had a, a long history of ineptitude. Uh, they actually missed nine straight World Cups at one point, and aside from finishing third in the very first one, they've never—they've uh, only reached the quarterfinals even once since then. So uh, that's kind of a lifetime achievement, as well as yeah. uh, for the most recent failures. 
Ooh, Brian, that's I love a, the thought process. That's good that stuff one. right there. Yeah, it's definitely deep. it's definitely not at the top of the if you, if the the things at the top of your uh, thought process are PJ Fleck and Mark Coyle and uh, maybe like the Wild because they keep failing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Patrick likes to go a little bit deeper down the list for sure. Not, you'd know he'd like to stick it to the scarf wearing soccer fans out there too. That's, that's true, true as well. That's a good one. Now, now the last time that he went, uh, besides besides death in 2015, the last time that he went outside the market truly was 07 for uh, for your guy Charlie, Charlie Weiss, Weiss at the yeah. time. Since then, it's been kept in the market. But I like the thought process given to uh, the U.S. soccer team. That's pretty good. The Derek Falvey Thad Levine angle seems like a classic Roycey pattern, where the team was wildly successful, a 25 game turnaround the first team in baseball history to go from 100 losses to playoffs. And Falvey and Levine come in here. They inject enthusiasm and life into the organization. But they did sell at the deadline, and the team could be perceived to have won despite their best efforts to shipwreck the season on July 31st. And they fired Doug Mankiewicz, who's beloved, and so... I love the Derek Falvey Thad Levine angle for those reasons. Just the, the contrarian angle that Pat tends to lean on. It's uh, something to consider. He four no exemptions. There, there's always going to be, and they don't win it, but there's always going to be what at least three groups at the table who were fairly successful, and you think, oh wow, that's that's odd. The Twins are a definite one. I thought he might put Miguel Sano at the table, but then the obvious punchline to that is you don't want him near the table because you want him to lose like 50 pounds this offseason, right? <laughs> Sorry if table, I just stole yeah. your joke there, Pat. In, fa- in fact, I-, I could see him showing up and being told sorry. No food for you. What about Irvin Santana for being spotted a 3 nothing lead in the uh, wildcard mm. game? Yes. Yes. That's a good. That's a really good one. Not as the winner of the Turkey of the no. Year, but but definitely like hovering around the table somewhere. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. Honored guest, uh, Joe. <laughs> you're on the pregame show. Yeah, I've got a deep sleeper for you. Where the cosmic tumblers seem to be falling into place. Twenty five years ago, Turkey of the Year was go for twenty five years of go for football. Here it is, twenty five years later. It just seems like fifty years of go for football could be. It could be meant to happen. I mean, these are inspired phone dude, calls. Wow, Joe. these are inspired. Joe, wow. the last two calls. Oh, you rascal! People have been yes. thinking. Yes, that's great. Uh, and it, it all adds up because we're hovering around the PJ Fleck, Mark Coyle. You know, that's but PJ Fleck Joe is too obvious, and so if you were to put a bigger umbrella on it, yeah, it Joe. Yeah, uh, Joe, stuff, that man. is that dude. is perhaps the best call yet. That might be the call of the day right there. That I love it. Everything I thought about where this award was going has now changed oh, in the last two yeah. minutes. Thanks to Joe. Yeah, I'm not it saying it's going down. to 50 years of go for football, but I mean the math is it, it's it, it it writes itself. Dang it! And think about so the sad. opportunity oh. the opportunity to come back and and claim the award again. You're still that inept. Yes. Oh, it's <laughs> Things beautiful. Have not. Changed. Oh, Joe. Joe, that was great. That's a really good time to go back to the Turkey of the Year analytics desk, gentlemen. Where it's worth reminding people, based off that last phone call, 29% of the Turkeys of the Year historically have been University of Minnesota figures. 
or some grouping of them together, like 25 years of gopher football or men's athletics last year. The second most likely candidate, the Minnesota Vikings, have taken home 26% of the Turkey of the Year awards historically. Ziggy Wilf, Brett Favre, Red McCombs, a Randy Moss, Chris Carter split one year. Denny Green, Warren Moon, Chris Dolman, Mike Lynn, Les Steckel. Here's something else to note. For as bad as the Twins have been over the years, in the, in the 1980s, during the Turkey of the Year era, the 1990s, they were contractable. Target Field, they've mostly been 95 to 100 losses. Only 12%, four total, turkeys in 34 years from the Minnesota Twins. Only three different individual players or figures. Mm-hmm. Ken Herbeck, mm-hmm. Carl Polad twice, mm-hmm. and Terry Ryan. As far as the uh, Wild slash North Stars and the Timberwolves, only seven combined from both of those entities. Later on, I'm going to give you, probably in like a half hour, the single biggest snub in the history oh, I can't of the this. Turkey of the Year Award, going back to the late 1970s. The only issue, and Joe's call was fantastic, the only issue with 50 years of golden goal for football is that would put us on four years of groups. That would put us on... If he went golf for football tomorrow, so and it'd be and three groups athletics. in four. Oh, you're saying four years in a row? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. saying in 2016 it was golf for men's athletics. It was death in 2015 and 25 years of wolves basketball in 14. So that would put us on four years of not one person in particular. Let's run one more call here, real quick. We'll open up the phone lines a little bit later on. To Charlie, you're on the preview show. Yeah, guys, thanks for taking my call here. I'm uh, joining a little bit late to the party, so hopefully you haven't announced uh, what my prediction is. And this one is kind of a kind of group together, but I'm going to go with the Ball family, mm. Lavar Ball and his kids. That's a, so that that hasn't been suggested on the air. I did see someone on social media, but uh, Lavar Ball could definitely be at the table for sure, Charlie. That's a good suggestion. I'm banking on on uh, Lavar Ball and uh, Trumpy showing up together, uninvited. Yep. I'm banking on I'm banking on them showing up uninvited and crashing the party and being kicked out by the way. That could make some sense. Uh face the facts on Twitter with a good point about PJ Fleck here too. Isn't the ultimate contrarian move to select PJ Fleck when everyone expects he won't choose the obvious one? It would be like third level <laughs> contrarianism. I think it would be lost though. I think it would be I think it would be so contrarian that that he knows it would get lost. It's it's just too contrarian at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's too much. It's well, too I, much. I think because yes, it does make sense. And but but for but the majority of of folks would be like, oh yeah, PJ Fleck. I don't. I th- I think what he would be trying to do would be lost on people. I think the majority of people that really dive into the turkey year, as we're doing right now, don't expect it. But the general public, you know, those that just pick up the paper on Thanksgiving morning and turn to the sports sections, hey, hey Turkey of the Year column, who is it? Well, it's got to be PJ. I think they're all kind of assuming PJ, right? Right, Yeah. absolutely. If you did a poll of the of the uh, the greater audience, I think the majority would say PJ Fleck. Uh, Dave, what's coming up in stuff when we come back here? A lot of very good stuff for this pre-Thanksgiving show. We've got a mis- case of mistaken identity. We do have a Thanksgiving-related wrestling promo of the week. And some very good advice from the greatest guy to give that advice. 1500 ESPN presents Turkey Talks, a bunch of super duper stories leading up to the big column. Here's a guy who sounds a little like Patrick Roycey. Roycey here. You know, 
Most people think this deal that I got going on started in 78. <laughs> it actually started in the 50s. So I'm a bored 10-year-old in Fulda. I mean, what do you do in Fulda? So I began in my bedroom to privately dole out the prestigious Turkey of the Year Award. The first victor, none other than our guy Murray Warmath. Three and six in his second season. This was golden gopher football in an era where it was golden, not horse bleep like it's become today. Eighth place in the Big Ten. That's the year that I privately began doling out this sucker. And I'm going to tell you right now, the guy he barely edged was none other than Sid Hartman, who couldn't get us a pro team to save our lives. That's the honest-to-God truth about the turkey of the year. Congratulations, Murray Warmath. Phil Mackey, Judd Zogad. A lot of people consider that the second greatest radio team in Minnesota history. Mackey and Judd. Behind <laughs> Joe and Pat. <laughs> <laughs> On 1500 ESPN. And stuff you should know about is sponsored by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. In sports, there's a lot of stuff you should simply be aware of. There was stuff going on that no one talked about. That's pretty heavy stuff. Let me show you some stuff. I don't do that stuff no more. This stuff can give you brain damage. And then there's the stuff you should know about. Lots of great stuff. This is the fun stuff. I love this stuff. Good stuff. Man, this stuff's good. This is that kind of stuff. I want to check that stuff out. Mackie and Judd now continues. This is very serious stuff we're talking about here. With stuff you should know about. We interrupt the turkey pregame show for Dave Harrigan to provide you with stuff you should know about. Let's do it, boys. The Bulls and Lakers played last night. Somebody from the Bulls, I can't even remember, went down on a breakaway, threw down a big old posterizing dunk. It was fantastic, wasn't it, color analyst? Stacy King. The rebound, or the loose ball rather, comes ahead. Blakeman dunks one for the right Does hand. anybody know how to post videos to Facebook? <laughs> what? <laughs> the rebound, or the loose ball rather, comes ahead. Blakeman dunks one for the right Does hand. anybody know how to post videos to Facebook? Like it. oh, it's just King. like an excited technical question. <laughs> yes. I'm having social media problems with my laptop. Ah, my computer lost its charge. Does anyone have an extra charger? <laughs> Let's talk about mistaken identity. LeVar Ball, he won't get out of the news. He was on CNN a couple days ago with Chris Cuomo. A lot of people very upset about LeVar Ball not giving credit to Donald Trump, the president, for helping his kid get out of the jam in China. A lot of people taking to Twitter, but they're tweeting at the wrong person. LeVar Burton. <laughs> that name familiar to you? That's the Reading Rainbow guy. Reading Star Rainbow. Trek, right? And Star yeah. Trek The Next Generation has been receiving a lot of very negative tweets that he's been retweeting, liking, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's it's Ball, not Burton. You can't hate on the Reading Rainbow guy. He's the dude in uh, in Star Trek Next Generation who had the weird glasses that kind of went across, right? Yeah, but, he was blind, but he could see with the contraption that went over his eyes. Uh, yes. right. Okay. Did you ever? Did you guys ever get into Reading Rainbow? Judd was probably a little too old for that no show. No clue. Or maybe creepily the right age. What is it? 
Uh, it was a PBS show. Like a, it was yeah. all about, you know, he'd like read a book or something. I had to watch a lot of episodes nope. in elementary school. It was yeah, Reading Rainbow, time. PBS, when I was a kid, Dave, too, is, it was a Reading Rainbow. I think Barney the Dinosaur had just kind of fired up there in like the early 90s. I remember hearing a little Bump Sesame Barney. Street. Oh, yeah. And then they had that, um, what was that other show? Um, was it Under the Umbrella Tree or is that something? That might have been a different I'm channel. I'm familiar with that one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. A lot of good stuff when we were kids. I'm going to play, play a question. Sometimes I get worried I'm maybe a little bit too enamored with Mike Leach, Washington State Cougars football coach. So I'm going to play the question that was asked by a reporter. I will warn you that the answer is a little long, but you guys let me know if you would like to hear the answer. If not, we can we can just move on. That seemed fair? Okay. All right. Coach, I'm getting married in nine days. Can you impart some wisdom on my uh, for my fiance and I? Getting married in nine days. Want some wisdom oh. from the coach. Uh, I want the answer. Yeah, let's take the answer. I want it. Okay. Well, it's so it's too late to rescue you. Uh, the uh, the best wisdom that I can possibly give, and it's a little late. You should have come to me sooner. <laughs> you you have to stay out of the way. Now, and I wish you a very happy marriage, and I'm sure you'll have one. But uh, when it comes to marriages, uh, the women lose their mind. Your fiance is going to lose her mind. Your mother-in-law is going to lose her mind. Your mom is going to lose her mind. Several of your sisters and uh, female relatives are going to lose their mind, and um, and that you, they're going to they're going to barrage you with constant questions. What should we wear? And then, uh, which of course my answer was I don't care. And then, uh, what color should the invitations be? I don't care. Uh, what should we have for dessert? I don't care. Should we seek this this way or that, that that way? I don't care. But see, I don't care is not satisfactory at all. And you're going to get caught in a catch-22, and I'm certain that you already have. And that catch-22 is, well, I want you to be a part of this too. Uh, so what color invitations? Um, all right, the blue ones. Well, I kind of like uh, I kind of like the tan ones. Okay, the tan ones then. Oh, you're just saying that because uh, 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 you want this over. Well, you're not even thinking about it, which is of course true. And then, um, well, uh, uh, what do you want for dessert? I was thinking of strawberry shortcake. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, strawberry shortcake would be good. Well, what about the blueberry pie? Well, I like the blueberry pie. We could have the blueberry pie. Well, I thought you said you wanted the strawberry shortcake. And it's just going to go back and forth, and they're going to play keep away from you. And if you successfully uh, please a few of them, the others will still be, oh, well, I just don't feel like he's that interested. Yeah, okay, so, so you need to work late, uh, <laughs> go in the back room and read a lot of books. Uh, take the groomsmen out so you make sure that they march in just right and they know exactly, you know, these swell outfits that you picked out or whatever, however you're doing it. Um, and in the end, you'll wish you eloped. But um, you need to find um, excuses uh, that they'll buy to be as far out of harm's way as you possibly can. Oh, he's a genius. I mean, he's... He is an absolute... Everything he said... <laughs> yes. If you're about to get married, everything he said is a play-by-play -play of what you have to do. I lived it. We all... You live it? I've lived it. Yeah, of course I did. Although, although she was... You know a woman loves you when she leaves you out. She brought me to, like, two things for planning, and that was it. She knew I didn't care. She knew she cared. When they when they distance themselves from you, that's when you know you found your gal. I witnessed a verbal spat between my wife and mother-in-law 
in the basement of their home over, I believe it was invitations. And literally, we were all sitting on the couch and literally watched my wife stomp her feet up the stairs because she was so mad at her mother at the time. About like the pattern on the invitation or something? Pattern, color, wording, whatever it was. Stomp her feet upstairs to go to her bedroom while I sat there and said, Welp! That's wildly this uncomfortable is, uh, for the for the the, the guy in that situation. Like, go. Yeah. And in those situations, <laughs> there is nothing that you can do. You can't win because you can't calm them down. No. You can't like. He's right in that you probably don't. I mean, I've never gone through the marriage uh, process like this, but you don't really care about the details. But you care about your woman, and so you don't want to. That's why she needs to make the choices and involve you in as little as possible. <gasps> It is Wednesday. Let's do a little wrestling promo of the week. For my money, one of the great heels uh, in the WWF, WWE, the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. (laughs) And a little pre-produced piece here, uh, starting with Jesse Ventura, who is ringside with Gorilla Monsoon, asking uh, Gorilla, well, I mean, would you like to know? How uh, the Million Dollar Man celebrates Thanksgiving? It, it would have to be in a disgusting manner, Jess. Let's find out. Let's find out indeed how the Million Dollar Man spends well, his Thanksgiving. Well, you poor people are out there polishing the few pennies that you have left after splurging on Thanksgiving dinner. I'm taking a ride in one of my many toys. And while all the wrestlers are out there beating each other to pieces, trying to be survivors, I'm sitting back relaxing contemplating my next move. You see, all the wrestlers think that they have to be the toughest to survive. And all you people out there think that you have to work hard and be thankful to survive. Well, I'll tell you what it really takes to survive. Money. Tons of it. And I've got it. (laughs) And I'll bet you heathens are wondering... Is Ted DiBiase thankful for anything on this holiday? Well, I like the money, of course. But what I really like is what the money can make people do for me. Now, I'm a generous man, and I've given many people many an opportunity to make some of my money for doing the most ordinary of things. To my satisfaction. <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> His song was literally money, 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 money. <laughs> and Ted, Ted was popular when? I take it Ted oh, is no longer uh, wrestling? No, but Ted. 80s, 90s. Yeah, like late 80s. Okay. Well, actually, he was, uh, I think, a Mid South regional NWA wrestler oh, okay. in the early 80s, like late 70s, early 80s. But then WWF in the late 80s, early 90s. And I think he's one of their their backstage producers now, because you still see him. He'll come out once in a while if they have like a big ruckus and all these old wrestlers come out in suits and try and separate the guys. And he's still <laughs> one of those guys that comes out as uh, as one of the producers. Right. So um, we have at the top of the hour late breaking <laughs> guest news on this Turkey of the Year preview show. The chairman of the Turkey Selection Committee will join us from Fort Myers. I think it's just a lot of gobble, gobble, turkey. Just gobble, 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 turkey from Jive Turkey Gobblers. In like 10 minutes, Mackie and Judd. Phil Mackie, Judd Zolgad. You guys are spoiled. You guys are lucky. 
to have these guys. Mackie and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Iconic Marvel superheroes and supervillains from different eras and realities converge in a cosmic battle across the Marvel Universe in Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. This all-new epic adventure is packed with signature Lego humor and introduces new features and an incredibly large open world for players to roam and explore. Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, available now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. And head to the 1500 ESPN stream player right now for details on how you can win your very own PS4 copy. Thank you, Dave Harrigan. The chairman of the Turkey of the Year Selection Committee will join this show from Fort Myers, Florida in five to seven minutes at the top of the hour, in like seven seven minutes or so. Very nice. Uh, can I bring you over to the analytics desk here, the Turkey of the Year analytics desk, mm-hmm. where we have a full breakdown of the 34-year history of the Patrick Ricey Turkey of the Year Award, which should show up on StarTribune.com in about 12 hours from now, and everyone's all... Uh, full of brandy and whatever it is you're going to get into tonight. Uh, two Twins Nuggets. Okay. Only one two-time winner uh-huh. in the history of the Turkey of the Year Award. Carl Polad, 1987 and 1998. 87, why did he win in 1987? They won the World Series that year. Because, in fact, Patrick told me this last year, I think, because I said the same thing to him. Because I want to say... That Carl did not give his employees the day of the World Series parade off. Okay. I think the bank it, employees. The bank employees. That's right. And they had asked for, or I mean, it just made sense, you know, hey, you won the World Series. Let's go celebrate. And the bank employees were not given the day. So he, he wanted said, for no, a. No, you need to work he for won, me. So he wanted for a, in, in that case, a. <laughs> money, 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 yeah. money, money. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a prize. A very specific purpose in that case. Uh, another nugget as far as longest droughts. So the longest team drought for Turkey of the Year. The Minnesota Wild, nine years, back to 2008, Marion Gabrick, which that might bring Ryan Suter and Chuck Fletcher into the fold for all these failed playoff runs. The Vikings have been a six-year drought, back to 2011, Ziggy Wilf. Twins players, however, 27-year drought. Ooh. You got to go back to 1990, the last time a Twins player mm-hmm. won the Turkey of the Year award. Irvin Santana... Blows a 3-0 lead in the first inning. Miguel Sano for being too fat. Maybe out of shape. Well, if you gave it to, to Sano in that sense for uh, possibly being too big, that would bring us full circle back to the last guy from the Twins when Kent Herbeck won it in 1990. As I recall, Patrick was not too pleased how Kent showed up. So, yes, you're right. That Could that be. would be that would be. be a very interesting callback in that sense to go after another guy who can definitely hit but might not keep himself in great shape. Well, let's talk to let's talk to the chairman when we come back. Uh, he he wants to. I don't know. Is he going to reveal anything when we come back? I guess we'll have to find out. I can't wait. He's not going to tell us who the turkey is, but let's find out. We'll talk to the chairman of the selection committee, Patrick from Fort Myers, Mackie and Judd, the 2017 Turkey of the Year preview show. 1500 ESPN presents Turkey Talks, a bunch of super-duper stories leading up to the big column. Here's a guy who sounds a little like Patrick Royce. I experienced great pleasure writing this column back in 1996 when America was celebrating the biggest fraud in the history of the Olympics. Kari Strug. Kari. Kari 
Carrie Strug. Carrie Strug. Boo-hoo. Your ankle hurts. It doesn't matter. You already won the gold medal. Stop crying, you spoiled brat.